Miss Keish Speaks. Hey, hey. Tell them what it's it is. Focus on the power of relationships. It's your passion, it's your flavor, what's in you. Your secret sauce is Open your secret sauce. In your favor, you'll drive your hunger. There's nothing stronger than you. No one can take it, they can't steal it, they can't mimic it, and they cannot copy it. S-U-P-E-R-R, super, P-O-W-E-R, power. Networking truly is your superpower. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Networking. It's your superpower. I'm your host, Keisha Kent. And on this podcast, we talk about the power of networking, all the relationships that we get to connect with. I bring you diverse leaders. And the biggest thing is I want you to get this. Diversity of thought is a gift. As a leader in the space of diversity, equity, and inclusion, I get to talk to so many amazing individuals. I have over 20 years of recruitment and human resource experience, and I've been networking for such a long time. I want you to make sure that you stay tuned, you share the podcast, and you keep coming back because the one thing I'll say is you will be stretched in your thinking, and it's always my goal to bring laughter and joy to this table. Keep tuning in. Well, officially, <laughs> officially, officially, welcome to Networking. It's your superpower, Ming. It is so amazing to have you here on my podcast this time. Ooh, ooh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> and I genuinely have been looking forward to our conversation all day today. And yes, your episode dropped today on my podcast, and it is so good. And the podcast is Courage Up. That's right. Thank you for doing that. (laughs) Courage Up. (laughs) And that was an amazing conversation. And it was really great to really get to know you on the podcast. I feel like I even know you even more just by being on the podcast. So it was great. It was so fun. It was so great, Keisha. And I love... As you were sharing your story, I just connected with so many parts of it. And I was telling you earlier, as I was editing, it was living the conversation all over again. And I just kept smiling and laughing the whole time I was editing, like (laughs) a second time. (laughs) Nice, nice. Now, you know, I know who you are, but Ming, I want you to introduce yourself to my listening audience. Tell them who in the world is Ming Shelby? This is a great question, Keisha. So who am I? I am a mom to twin toddlers, a wife to, yes, a wife to a man in the agriculture industry. I never thought I would be uh, married to someone who talks about corn and beans all day. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's That's a whole different story. Um, And at the core of who I am as an educator, I've been in the education business for 15 years, and I love sharing um, instructional strategies with teachers. I love making an impact on students. I'm a director of professional learning, so I love leading staff developments and influencing teachers and staff through that way. And I really believe that courage is the critical ingredient Mm. for transformation. And that's where Courage Up, the podcast came from is when we have that courage, we can achieve and go for 
anything we want, big or small. And that's me. I love that. And you said a mouthful. Oh, my goodness. I really did. Girl, that's so that's so good. First of all, my goodness. I'm like, wait a minute. Where do I jump in and, and respond to that? You said a mouthful. And when I think about the word courage, it really just does something in the inside of me that makes me want to defy everything around me, define the odd, defy the odds defy gravity almost my gosh mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so how long have you been podcasting I will be celebrating one year next month Keisha Ming congratulations first of all girl oh my goodness so I'm, I'm gonna come you. back to that Thank I'm you. also celebrating one year stop it oh my gosh <laughs> Keisha <laughs> Of course you are. Oh my we are God. living such parallel lives. It is crazy <laughs> to me. It is crazy. And when you said that, I was like, no. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. In March, I just celebrated one year. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's such, it's a, it's a place where I get to show up and I get to share with people without any boundaries or any walls around it, just all of this Keisha-ness. And then I get to bring amazing people like you so that people can understand the power of networking. And when I think about networking, Ming, do you remember how we officially met? <laughs> I Let's was trying. <laughs> <laughs> it was in Clubhouse, the newest social media app. <laughs> I feel a little silly saying that. I feel like a teenager. I met my, I met my good friend online. We um, did, but we I totally know. did. But I don't remember what room it was in. Do you remember the room name, Keisha? I don't remember what room it was either. It may have been Kristen's room. Kristen Balter, I think that's her name, and she's. It may be. I, I'm thinking out loud, and it may not. Have I been think that I was remember. the second room we were in. Okay. Because okay. I remember when you came up and then Jonathan was like, that's my girl, Keisha. I was like, <laughs> no, that's my girl, Keisha. <laughs> okay. She can be everyone's girl. All right. I know. Isn't, isn't it just such a joy? And I think about people say, well, how do you even know? How do you do that, Keisha? How do you do that? And when I think about the book and all the things that I've done, when it comes to networking, it goes back to me being centered and having my heart open and courage is at the center of it all. I totally agree with you, Keisha, because the first moment when you spoke in Clubhouse and you were just totally you, I gravitated towards your energy, towards what you were saying. And I think I DM'd you right away on it. And I was like, okay, we need to become best friends because I I love your energy. I love everything you're about. And I think that we would have a great connection. And look at us here now. Yay. Look at that. I love how Clubhouse really brought people together. And I've been hearing people say that they're not having great experiences. And I'll take it back and say this. It has a lot to do with who you are and how you show up. And there's this phrase that I use, Ming. Mm -hmm. I always say this, to show up and flex, right? Talk about all the great things that you are and who you are and why you're that and what you love. But don't cap. So don't fake. Mm -hmm. Don't make all this stuff up and get on there as if, 
you're this and that's not what who and who, what you really are because I think that's part of having the wrong connections is not being sure of who you are and not having the courage to be confident in who you are. That's the first step for me. A hundred percent. Cause Keisha, I was like some of those people. I loved it the first five or six days I was on it. And then I started getting into these weird rooms that I wasn't quite Mm. feeling. And the weird thing is I knew I could leave, but for some reason I just stayed. I kept staying and (laughs) like, why didn't I just push leave quietly? But then it was starting, you know, how it kind of reads what rooms you're in. It was making these suggestions and I just wasn't really feeling it because I don't think I was showing up as who I was or really paying attention Mm -hmm. to that gut feeling of, yes, these are my people or no, these are not my people. But when I shifted and did what you're saying of really focusing on me and connecting with like-minded people, I was really intentional and then found amazing people like you and, and a, a lot of other great people. So yeah, Keisha, exactly what you said just rings true on so many levels. Is, and isn't it at the core of networking as a whole, though? Mm-hmm. And when we think about networking and meeting people, of course, I always say add value, right? Mm-hmm. Adding value is a big thing for me. And when I think about the mindset of giving versus I'm asking, 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 or I'm going to get, get, get. When you think of adding value, that's a game changer for me as well. And when I think of all those people that need the gifts that we have, I say it all the time, Ming, it's not for me to keep my gifts, to keep my talents to myself. It's for me to give it away because when I'm open, it allows other people to then be open and say, whoa, Ming showed up like that. Keisha showed up in mm-hmm. all her Keisha-ness. I can do the same thing. And I think as we look at who we are as people, that's what we're called to do is to be our own light, not to mimic people, not to do what they what they do, mm. but really find our own voices in all the things. Yes, exactly. Yes. And Keisha, I love what you said is that when we are who we are, we give permission to other people to be who they are. That's it. That is it. Dr. Seuss has this quote that I love so much. And it says, be you, all of you, because those that matter don't mind. And those that mind, they don't even matter. (laughs) (laughs) That is a great quote, Keisha. That's Dr. Seuss. And it's so funny when I bring it up, people laugh, but I use it in everything that I do as a reminder and a gauge for me to check in and say, all right, Keisha, Mm -hmm. are you showing up as Keisha today? Are you showing up as your full self, even knowing that there's times when I need to say, let me slow down a bit and just kind of unplug today. That's okay to do. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Such a gift, such a gift. Keisha, what you, this Dr. Seuss quote, that ties into networking (laughs) so much because when you're at these big events, I know for me, I'm like, okay, like, who do I need to become? Like, how do I, what, who am I so I can attract this person or this person? And I start thinking, like, how do I camouflage myself to be who the other person wants? And then I'm like, wait, that, no, no, no. Like, that is so not who I am right, but I am a former people pleaser. So, same, <laughs> same. 
So I was really good at kind of shape shape shifting to be to fit in to be what other people needed. But, you know, those people who want me to be someone else, they don't they don't matter. Like what you're saying, I need to be who I am and show up as me. And that's when I can serve the best. Ooh, man, that's amazing. I love the phrase shapeshifter. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. I don't think I've ever heard it before. Yeah. Like when you go into one room, like you can become this person. And then when you go into another room, you can become another person. And I bet you were really good at that too, Keisha, at one point. Girl, yes, ma'am. And the thing behind it, though, is you're left almost empty mm-hmm. because you're not filling your cup up with those things that inspire you to create to just be courageous, to live out loud, to be spontaneous. And those are all the things me. And when I look at the strengths finder, my number one strength is woo, Mm -hmm. which is winning others over. (laughs) Yes, it is, Keisha. Oh my gosh. But think about it in this fashion. If I'm winning others over, I don't need to minimize who I am to do that. Right. Ooh, but that's been such a journey for me. And really, when I think about the whole operating system within me, I needed to first remove the label of people pleasing. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes that's related to women, right? Mm-hmm. It just really is. We're so sometimes caught up and programmed to make sure that everybody's okay and not check in with ourselves. But truth is, we can't help anybody if we're not helping ourselves first. Period. True. Yeah. Period. So no more people pleasing. And even in my book, Networking It's Your Superpower, I wrote in there that I am a recovering people pleaser. I let that thing go. <laughs> it's funny that you said that and you, you're the same. We are the same. Can you see that? I know, like, Keisha, this is just so funny. Okay, for your listeners, I just have to do a quick recap of all the levels that we are the same. And and yes. join in if I forget any of it. So we just shared okay. that we're formal, former people pleasers. Excuse me. That's a hard phrase to say. It is a tongue twister. Yes. <laughs> we both have roots in St. Louis, even though we met yes. in the online space. Our number one strength in the Clifton Strengths Finder both is woo. <laughs> and 2018 is when we had our awakening of getting moving out of our comfort zone and into taking big adventures and risks. I think I that's what I have so far, Keisha. Oh my gosh, that's it. That's exactly it. And when we think about all of those ways, we're both podcasters. We've just done it a year. Yep. Yep. That's it too. We're figuring this thing out as we go. Neither one of us have been experts in the space. And think about it when I was telling you all about me and this whole podcasting thing and I wanted to go somewhere else, you're like, okay, now this is what I want you to know. And I love that you came with the facts. You didn't give me this long drawn out two page, anything you gave me bullets and I needed it. So it was almost like you read my spirit and you knew that I hate long emails and texts. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Girl. Yes. Oh my gosh. This is such a joy to have you right here with me. Now, I want to ask you, Ming, what would you say your networking style is? So even during COVID, right, everything's here been virtual, but prior to COVID as well, what is your networking style? 
It's really simple, Keisha. It's getting to know people at the root of who they are. What is their story? What what has their life been like? I love hearing people's stories and I'm so interested in finding where do we share common areas of interest, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Yes. So it's really, it's really simple, but I think that's part of our woo is meeting strangers and getting to know them. And during COVID, especially when things shut down and we were kind of all hermits in our house, what I noticed is if I couldn't meet people in person, how would I do that? What's another way to do that? And I met people online and on Facebook, on Clubhouse, and still maintain that connection and network even outside of the traditional networking space. Hmm. That's dope. I really love that. It sounds a lot like me. I like to know who people are at the core as well. We, girl, we are the we are the same. <laughs> we are so much alike. It's not even funny. I'm laughing on the inside as you're responding. I'm almost responding in my head, and it's the same thing. <laughs> Where have you been all of my life? You moved away from St. Louis. I probably would not have met you though as a little kid. Though if you if you grew up here as a little kid, we wouldn't have met here because St. Louis is such a segregated city. Mm-hmm, it is mm-hmm, sadly, mm-hmm. sadly. It, yeah, it's true, but it's it's sad, but it's yes, true. I yes, <laughs> but we met when we were supposed to meet, and that's it. It's true, Keisha. We came into each other's lives at the time that we were supposed to. Period, with the T on the end. <laughs> <laughs> now, huh, I want to ask you a couple more questions. I'm not going to hold you a whole lot longer, but I am going to hold you just a little bit longer, and I want to know. When it came to your business and what you do, how did you shift? How did your things shift during COVID? Keisha, as you know, I'm a speaker. I love speaking into a crowd, talking and sharing my strengths and sharing other people's strengths, connecting. And COVID kind of put a big, not kind of, COVID put a halt on that. So like everybody else, everything was Zoom and speaking engagements and everything. And a big shift for me was how do I still connect with the audience through a screen. Mm, yeah. Right. And a lot of people are like, it's just not the same. It's not the same. And I found me too saying, oh, do this in person. I wish I could see people. I wish I could I hug people. And honestly, that, that wasn't so helpful, right? Like what, what could I do about that? Those are things <laughs> that of course we all wish. So how do I work with what is in front of me? So how do I connect with the audience on a Zoom? And the best part that came out of it is I was able to speak to people reach way outside of my area. I spoke to a women's group in Canada and I could do it from the comfort of my own home and still connect and oh, still impact, wow. right? So wow. finding that those moments of silver lining and um, it's been really interesting. And of course I was terrible at it, at it first, right? Like where, which breakout room am I in? I kicked my, my own self out <laughs> of the meeting. Like someone let me back in. <laughs> I know, I know. Oh, the joys. Oh, the joys. But I've been able to yes. make really great connections online because I think 
the genuineness is there. People can tell that I truly want to have a genuine connection and not just like, okay, here I am. I'm doing my thing. I'm talking at you and see you later. So that's, that's been a shift. That's good. Yes. That's so good. Now, do you make goals around that? How do you, how do you know how many people you want to meet on a, on a monthly basis? Do you set goals or how do you go about that? You just go in there? During the speaking engagements, Keisha? Yeah. Anytime when you're thinking about networking and meeting new people, do you have a goal set for how many people you want to meet? You know what? I don't have a number, but I do have an intention of the type of person that I want to meet. Mm, I like that. I love that. Yeah. So I go in seeing like, this is the the type of person that I want to meet has a genuine heart, wants to not only lift themselves up, but lift others around them. And when I feel that connection with someone, I, I just feel it. It's just in some intuition or something. And if it's one person, if it's five people, whatever it is, the quality of person is more important to me than the quantity of people. Ooh, quantity, quality over quantity is always an amazing tool, such an amazing tool. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now, Ming, as you are a business owner, you're in your thing, you're doing your thing, entrepreneur, what advice would you give someone who is in that space where we were back in 2018, Mm -hmm. right? Versus today in 2021, what kind of advice would you give those people? My advice would stay the same, Keisha. I really thought about this and it was Jim Rohn who inspired me is you are the average of the five people you spend the most time with Mm. examining those five people. And if one of them is toxic or doesn't serve you, you have the choice to change that, right? Because the people we spend the most time with shape who we are. They determine what conversations are we're focusing on. They affect our attitudes and behaviors. And in um, The Compound Effect by Darren Hardy, he wrote, according to research by social psychologist Dr. David McClellan of Harvard, the people you habitually associate with determine as much as 95% of your success or failure in life. 95%. Wow. Yeah. So if you have a big dream or you have a big goal or something, are those people around you going to support you and help lift you up and cheer you on and give you strategies to continue pursuing that? Or are they the type that's saying, oh, why do you want to do that? Or, oh, just, just be comfortable with what you're doing. Oh, just, you know, like, what type of person do you want around you? And right for me, I want people around me to be smarter than me. I want them to be ahead of me in their journey. I want to learn from them. I want to be the dumbest person in the room of my close <laughs> friends. <laughs> I love that. I love it so much. I love it. Girl, this is so good. I don't want to let you go, but I want you to, because you didn't even tell us, tell the listeners that you're a TEDx speaker, girl. (laughs) Why are you not telling them? Why are you not telling them? (laughs) Thank you for for reminding me, Keisha. (laughs) I'm reminding you right now. And people are aiming for that. And you're like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Tell us. Tell us a little bit about that process. And because that's one of your wins. So I want you to talk about 
that journey to becoming a TEDx speaker, the win, the energy. Talk about that. Keisha, you're going to laugh so hard because I never set out to be a TEDx speaker. I thought, okay, yeah, that would be cool someday. But, you know, if it doesn't happen, no biggie, but that, that would be cool. Then I had this idea that was brewing and it's about how every kid deserves to be heard. And I would lay in bed at night and think about how can we elevate students' voices? And this idea just kind of kept brewing and stirring. And I hopped on a call a couple weeks after that. And in it, one of the girls said, oh, hey, this TEDx is open. I was a part of it last year. The curator was so amazing. I think everyone should apply for it. It's such a great experience. And she kind of got the bug in my head of, oh, is this something that I want to do? She really, yeah, she really upselled this curator. Maybe that would be like a really good experience. (laughs) So I just started drafting, writing. I called a couple friends, said like, hey, what do you think about this? Is this a new idea or a twist? And they're like, yeah, go for it. So I applied and The idea that I had is build a herd, H-E-A-R-D, mentality of how we listen and shift from that, um, from a herd, H-E-R-D, where we kind of rope kids all together and move them around like cattle because it's easier to move a group of people, right, than listening to individuals. So that was my idea. And I got a call a couple months later that my talk was accepted and Yeah, I was so surprised. I was like, okay, cool. But you know what, Keisha, (laughs) when I hit submit, there was something that I felt that was like, this is a good one. This is it. Oh, isn't that isn't that funny how you can feel that? That is beautiful. Yes, it is. That is that inner gift that God gives us. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. And so I started rehearsing and practicing. And unfortunately, with COVID, the TEDx was in New York. They had a ban on Illinois. So if I were to do it uh, live at the TEDx Farmingdale stage, I would have had a quarantine for 14 days. And girl, I don't have time to quarantine for 14 <laughs> days. <laughs> Not with two four-year-olds running around my house. I don't, I think my husband would not have enjoyed that. So I did it remotely and it it was a, it was a great experience. So I highly recommend anyone who is thinking about applying for a TEDx. This would be the best time to go for it because you can speak on TEDx stages anywhere because they're remote. So I would be happy to help anybody who has an idea that's marinating that they want to start spreading. Oh my God. My heart is open even more because that is what I want to do. I just don't know about the big idea, adventure, and the thing, but I'm brewing it in my spirit, and something's going to come out. Keisha, yes. We're going to get you on that stage. <laughs> you are 2021, girl. Ah, and you know that I am the director of volunteers with Ted. I St. Louis. do. Ooh, so look at this. It's Everything is going to line up because I'm the type of person, I need to know the process and the details and the understanding, but I really don't. I need to, but I don't. I need to have the relationships, though. That's a big thing for me. 
It's all about relationships yes, for me. And you don't, Keisha. Oh my gosh. Okay. We are getting oh, let's start this journey, Keisha Kent. <laughs> I am ready for it. Are you ready for it? Look at who's being the activator now. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, let's do it. I'm let's ready. make it happen. I am ready. I need to work on that. And Ming, girl, I'm so excited because I didn't know you were a TEDx speaker when we uh-huh. first met because you didn't you didn't <laughs> blow the horn. You're not a horn tutor of your own. I'm just going to say that because you didn't pop out and say when you introduced yourself, you didn't go up and say, yeah, I'm a TEDx speaker, <laughs> blah, 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 like people do. And it's so amazing that you did it because what it does is it allows people to get to know you and watch you add value and they add value to you. And that's such a gift, Ming. My, I love the humility in that because you are the bomb.com without saying I'm the bomb.com. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Keisha. <laughs> I appreciate you for telling the story and even walking us through all of that. And I want to ask you, what else do you have? What's coming up for you? What's new? What's exciting in your world? Tell us something about you that you have coming up and then tell my listeners how they can go find you and how they can find the podcast too. The big exciting thing that's happening for me right now is I'm gearing up for the one year anniversary in May of the Courage Up podcast. So we have some fun giveaways. Thank you. So I would love your listeners to support the podcast as well, and especially listen to your episode, episode 49. That's so good. As you know, Keisha Ken is the bomb.com for real. (laughs) You are welcome. And then I'm speaking to different organizations and groups on building courage and how to not let fear get in our way, but fuel us to our next big adventure. So that's what I have going on. And for any listeners who want to connect with me, you can find me at all things Ming Shelby, M-I-N-G-S-H-E-L-B-Y. My website is Ming Shelby, Instagram, LinkedIn, Facebook. I'm probably the most active on Instagram. So come on over and slide into my DMs. Come on over to my place. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I love it, Ming. It's been so amazing having you on the podcast. And you, my friend, have been such a blessing and a gift. And again, thank you for saying yes. And I look forward to this journey of friendship. It's it is serious. serious and it's not going away. Thank you. So- <laughs> Ever. Thank you so much, Keisha, for having me as a guest on your podcast. It has been a great conversation. And I look forward to your next adventure on that TEDx stage. Yes, let's go. Thank you, my friend. I will see Thank you real you. soon. Thank you for joining me on this episode of Networking. It's your superpower. Now, remember, networking truly is your superpower, but you must be intentional about the entire process. I've been getting a lot of messages and questions about how and where to start. So I created a free networking starter kit. Yes, it's free. The way you find this and the way you get access is you go to my Instagram, follow me on Instagram, and then go and click the link in my bio and download the free networking starter kit. Yes, it's been created with you in mind and it's so super simple to follow. Again, 
follow me first on Instagram, Mrs. Keish, M-R-S, K-E-S-H, Speaks, S-P-E-A-K-S. I'll see you around. Happy networking.